Good day. This is Dr. Jana Price Sharps at Mind Pilot. Don't forget to subscribe. Today we're going to talk about a very touchy subject. It's a hard one for many people, and it often will keep people stuck for a long time. It's about forgiving. And a lot of times when I say forgiving to people, uh, the defenses go up, and they start explaining to me how they can't. And I think people get confused about forgiving. Forgiving doesn't mean that whatever has been done to you is okay. That isn't what forgiving means to me. Forgiving means letting it go. Realizing that whoever hurt you, whoever that person was or people were, that hopefully they're no longer part of your life or in your life. Uh, If they are in your life, then you need to decide whether you still want them in your life. But it does mean letting go, because the reality is, if you don't, it begins to eat you. It begins to consume you. It causes a lot of misery and a lot of anger and a lot of hurt. It can color every day, every minute of every day, to the point that you're no longer enjoying your life because you haven't let go. So again, it's not about thinking in terms of, I will never forgive this person because they've done these bad things to me. It's about, I'm going to let go, and they did what they did. I will never forget what they did. I may never trust them again. I may never want to see them again, and all of those are okay. But it does mean that it's not eating holes through you. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing you have to kind of work with your brain, because I believe, and this is what I have seen clinically, people hold on to resentment as a way to protect themselves from never getting hurt again. This is especially true when there has been mm, somebody cheating in the marriage or in the relationship. It's hard to ever feel safe with that person again. I've often, uh, when I've had couples in my office, I'll hand them a Kleenex box and I'll say, if your heart was in this Kleenex box, would you hand it to your spouse? And when there's been a lot of problems, maybe there's been infidelity, people will hold on to that Kleenex box like it's a golden treasure. And they'll go, nope, nope not allowing that person to touch my heart. And really, when we're in relationships, when you feel that way, we can't really have a relationship. You can have a roommate, you can have somebody you're living with, but you don't really have a relationship with that person. And so I guess one of the things I would say to you is if that's the case, and you're not at a point where you feel like you can ever let go of it, then maybe you need to look at other options. But if you really care about this person and you want to get past this, then you have to think about how do you set your boundaries with this person? What are your limitations? You know, what do you need to see in the relationship for you to start to feel safe? 
What is it that you're wanting from that person? One of the hardest things about forgiving is a person can say they're sorry, but it doesn't change what they did. So when somebody's had an extramarital affair, or if you're, you know, have a significant other and they've gone outside that relationship, and they say, well, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it, I shouldn't have done it, blah, 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 then can you go, okay, um, this was not acceptable, Uh, I hear your apology, but this is what I need to see in our relationship. So if you're going to come home late, I need you to call me or I need you to text me. I need, you know, I need some confirmation of kind of what you're doing. It doesn't mean that you put like 365 and, and, you know, put a GPS on their car, that kind of stuff. Truly, I tell people, if you have to do that in a relationship, you don't have a relationship and you should probably cut your losses. But if, if you want to work it out, there may be some things that you need. But at the end of the day, that person can't change what they did. They can change what they do in the future. They can make better decisions in the future. They can uh, be more open in their communication with you. They can be more transparent in what they're doing, where they're going, how they're reacting. But they can't change the past. And so sometimes when people are in that position and they've been the one that didn't go outside the affair, with the affair, they, it's like they want that person to make it right. Well, there's no way to make a wrong right. There's only the future and how you're going to respond in the future. So my suggestion is there's a grief process that goes with that. That sounds kind of weird. Most people, when they think of grief, they think of death. But really, there's a grief process in that that relationship changed that day. And so how do you begin to heal from that grief process? It's going to be your healing journey. And that's the hardest thing is people want it to be the other person's. You know, you've got to somehow make me whole. Unfortunately, they can't. They can't do it. You're the only one that can make you whole again. So you're going to have to think about how do you walk through this? Some people journal. Some people talk to a therapist, some people meditate, some people write letters and burn them. You know, there's a number of different ways. And sometimes people do all of those things. But it's your path and you're going to have to walk through it. And unfortunately, the other person isn't going to be able to help you much with that. What they can do, though, like I said, they can become more transparent. They can uh, be more clear in their communication, uh, that kind of thing. But what about maybe you're feeling like you've been betrayed by people in your community or maybe by a coworker? How do you begin to let that go? Because if you don't let it go, what it does, it's kind of like a toxin sitting underneath your skin and it just sits there and irritates the whole system. And it really does or it can affect mood. It can affect irritability, it can affect anger, and it can also impact your other relationships where you feel like you can't get close to anybody because you can never trust again. 
So how do you recover from that? Well, it's a grieving process as well. And believe it or not, this is what I always tell people, get a box. And it could be a small box, but it needs to have a latch on it. And for the time being, write that person's name on a sticky note. This is going to sound weird, but bear with me. I'll tell you why this helps. And then put their name in this in that box with the latch. Latch it and go, okay, you are now in there. You are now contained. You're no longer living in my brain. I will no longer rent space to you. And when I think about you at night, I will remember that I put you in that box and I've contained you. There's a part of your brain that really likes visual, tangible things. And so the part of the brain that drives worry and anxiety really likes tangible. And so if you say to your brain, nope, they're in the box, we're not thinking about them, that part of the brain will very often go, oh, oh, okay. And then you can transition your brain to something else. Now, in the meantime, when they're in that box, if you're still holding that resentment, then you need to get some closure. And there's different ways to get closure. It may not be somebody, they may not even still be alive, or it may be somebody that you, you know, don't have access to or don't want to have access to. In that case, I suggest people write letters. Do not send the letters. I want to make this clear. Do not send the letters, no matter how much you want to send the letter. Don't send the letter, but then burn it. And burn it in a safe place so you don't start a fire. But burn it, and as the smoke goes up in the air, just see it dissipate and go, okay, this now belongs to whatever you believe, the universe, God, whoever. Let it go. And help your mind to say, you know what? They did me wrong. What they did was wrong. I am going to be very careful in my life so somebody doesn't do that to me again. But I'm letting it go because I am refusing to give this person that kind of space in my life. So many people go through their whole lives being bitter and angry and stuck. Don't let anybody ever have that power over your life or your brain. When you're resentful, when you can't forgive, when you can't let go, they have you. Now, they may not even know. It may have been 20 years ago. These people are long gone, but you're still stuck. Don't let people have that kind of power. And again, when I say forgive, what I mean is let go. I mean, okay, you're never going to do this to me again. Here are my boundaries. In the future, if this ever started to happen again, this is exactly what I would do to prevent it. It's very... Um, clear for your mind what actions you would take if that ever became an issue again. But at the end of the day, you make a decision to quit letting that person have any, any influence over your life whatsoever. Because I guarantee you that person is not worth that. You get to control your brain. You get to be in charge. And you're still alive today. You're still moving around. You still have a life. Don't let them have any more of your energy. Make that decision. So one way or the other, if you're stuck, make a plan. Figure out how to begin to let go. Again, it doesn't mean that you make yourself vulnerable. It doesn't mean that you let that person do the same thing to you again. It does mean that you don't let that situation rent headspace. 
okay? Because it's not worth it. Figure out a way to let go and move on. That's a different process for everybody. It's a different path for everybody. But the other person, whoever it is, can't walk it for you. You're going to have to walk it. But then you get your life back. And then you're not being eaten alive by resentment and hatred. Because those things are toxic to your system. They take away joy in life. They take away happiness in life. They take away a feeling of well-being. They take a feeling of being centered. It all goes away when people are angry and bitter and hate people and haven't forgiven. So consider doing that. Think about it. Think about reclaiming your life, reclaiming your happiness, reclaiming your brain. And in the meantime, put them in a box. All right. This is Dr. Jana Price-Sharps with MindPilot. Don't forget to subscribe. You have the right to a happy life.